0: Okay, here we are, what is it, After Party 16 now? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, we're heading down the pike on After Parties for sure. It's uh, They're going by pretty quick. Last After Party was uh, on Game All Night, and that was a fun time. And uh, this one we're going to talk about 48, 49, and 50, titled 48 was Weathering the Storm, 49, Reflecting Pools, and 50... I'll be back for you.
1: <laughs> I'll be back for you. Easy
0: cam. Okay. So I got I got some uh, not some true. notes down here. So forty eight starts. Uh, we we were in the crabs. Um,
2: we had crabs.
0: We got some crabs, and we we're heading down into the sea, um, trying to find, trying to learn how to use these things without really helping each other too much, uh, which is our <laughs> way. Heaven
2: forbid we help each other. Yep.
0: And uh, I think we sort of crawled around the bottom and then finally found a, what was it, like a, a big skull made of coral.
2: Looked like a big skull.
0: Yeah, which we decided to uh, pop down into the eyes and, and take As a look. one would do. Naturally. And, uh, yeah, so Gozer and Bryn were leading the way in their crab, sc- scurrying around in a little ten-foot coral urn. Yeah. And while well, you guys think about what happened down there, we saw we ran into the uh, floating pirate, or not really pirates, floating uh, sailors. Sailors that had this, these creatures that sucked into their face, actually yeah. bit into their faces. You could say you could say they were floating seamen.
3: Um. Yeah, you, you could.
1: <laughs> I have a lot of theories
4: about the seamen?
1: Um, no, not really oh. about the semen, about the, the two in cloaks.
5: Yeah, she's, Elena's got a handle on the semen. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I understand. Where have I started? Um, the two that were in like the, the black, were they black, Leland, you said? Like Yeah, black, they were like in like, robes. you
5: know, standard, like, stereotypical cultist, guys? cultisty black robes, yeah.
1: cultist black robes, and we later discovered in the learned that they were called, what again? One of them was, right? Well, one of them was, I guess. I... It's
5: a scion. A uh, deep scion, yeah, that's right.
1: Deep scion. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Entering yeah, the my conspiracy theories.
0: Sort of turned yes. into, what, it was a, a, it was a human-like crustacean-type creature? Yeah, it was a humanoid. Morphed into? Um,
5: basically, like, kind of long, like... Uh, tendrils is for hair and kind of nice, like large fins kind of coming out of their forearms. And this, like, bisected mouth that almost like split in two kind of opens up.
1: But they were like disguised, right? So they were like humanoid.
5: Yeah, it, it was disguised. Yeah. So it only reverted after you had slain it.
1: Sorry. They. So what's it its mouth thing? like the demigorgon?
5: Yeah. Um, kind of, but only really in like two pieces instead of like this kind of four pointed flap. It, it that is a good comparison, yeah.
0: Well, we did chop one in half, <laughs> yeah, and it didn't it didn't turn right. That one stayed into a humanoid form. Is that I correct, think. or we just didn't tell? No, no, okay. that's
5: right. Only one of them changed,
0: yeah. and uh, they were dragging uh, around some of the the poor semen. And uh, one w- when we did a little closer investigation, did recognize that. They were from the uh, Rising Starfish, one of the dock workers. And a little later, we f- we found old Grimby Chum there. Yeah. So they didn't have a very good trip.
5: They had semen. Grimby Chum.
1: Aw, right. Senior Chum. My theories begin with the knowledge that Falzerin privately acquires from his investigation. So Bryn wouldn't know this, but it just makes me wonder, is Falzerin really human? What? Dun, dun, dun.
4: what what no. do you mean? What knowledge that um
1: Uh Leland gave you some knowledge about the fact that they're from like they usually begin from a watery grave or something, right? Am I remembering?
4: yeah yeah. Correctly? Oh I think I know what what kind of
1: uh comment you're talking about. And in was in a shipwreck and so Elena yeah. is Falsy's thinking not hmm. human. Yeah, like he died, in a greater power like brought him back. That makes total sense. Yeah, Yeah. and I mean the rope. So maybe he's even related to cultists. This is all just a big (laughs) ambush.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: He's a good swimmer, really good swimmer. We we saw that. Was right
1: in punch and all those times. Exactly. Falzren is Samuel
0: cultist with gills. (laughs) Well,
1: he keeps mentioning like I don't need help swimming, and I can hold my breath, and all this stuff. I mean, it's making a little sense, right? Like. Grin can't be sus- suspicious though, because she doesn't know anything about these scions. So,
5: right, 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 and you don't know that f- the information falls her and has about them what source it came from. This this friend that falls her has.
1: Right, true. Is it Danzig?
5: It's a fellow a deep scion. Oh, according to Elena's theory, yeah, it must be. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep, yeah, I agree with Elena.
1: Everyone needs to just quit
4: quit staring at my gills. It's making me uncomfortable.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just got thinking, you know? Maybe someone else out there was thinking.
4: Well, Em, that's a good point. I don't think any of the characters know, but you guys overheard that when I opened my spell book, I have a new spell now from Izzy called Disguise Self.
1: Yep. Yeah.
4: So if I just got that spell...
1: Yeah, but someone else, the higher power, could be disguising you themselves, in my opinion. So
0: I mean, you can surmise that there's we, a storm that's sh-
1: half
2: deep scion.
0: De- <laughs> destroying <laughs> these ships and they're they're capturing the seamen, keeping them alive in some way at least. For some reason. To yeah. to transform them into one of the things that was carrying the others, right? Sort of a mm. worker bee. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, so I you're think we could put those
0: together.
2: On, you know, yeah. So you wouldn't have all the telltale signs. Just what's under the robe? Okay. We've never seen Falzer and naked, so we don't know. That's
0: true. Have I? <laughs> Speak
2: for yourself.
1: <laughs> oh, Shaft. <laughs> I you, Shaft!
0: I told you. I told you that us. Shaft, Shaft, and uh, Falzar have become I mean, a lot closer friends. Cr-
1: good buddies. Cr- Chris let this statement slip. For what it's worth, he said something. In his interview about the fact that Shaft and Leland are maybe the two people that know everything that's going on. So that makes me wonder, does Shaft know everything? Is Shaft in on this? How much does Shaft know about Or Because we don't listen to any of those private conversations. So, I
3: don't
5: know. Right, 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 right. Well, it's a good I'll, I'll, I'll certainly tell you that the only person that knows what the fuck is going on is me. <laughs> I
3: mean, <laughs> do you, Leland? Do well, you know
5: what's yeah, going
0: okay. on? but like Leland's I'm working—you have all the information. I, yeah, I was gonna say
5: <laughs> I'm working on a basis of you know that 50 percent knowing what's going on, but like that's the base level, right? And you guys are far below that base level as
3: players. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, for sure.
1: Like I said, Bryn doesn't know any of this, so. Take it for what it's worth. It's all right.
4: The, the cork board in our uh, office with all the red strings and pins in it and pictures of
0: things, it's not taking up too much space, so we can leave it up. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> I, I haven't lost sleep at
3: all.
0: Well, I think some of the cool things that happened, the, the battle with the crabs, the learning how to go and chop the guys in half, and you know the crabs had 200 hit points. I mean that was awesome. Yeah. That's why later in 49, Shaft didn't really want to get out of the crab just yet until he saw what was going on around him. Uh, because that's a pretty that's like a tank, man. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. uh, pretty pretty powerful. Yeah, those crabs are a pretty sweet thing to have. So what uh, what came what came next? Well, that pretty much wrapped up 48. That was the uh, the battle. Well, then we went down and and we found the the little open cavern. And inside that, we,
3: the pools I think that we
0: put, pr- the, the little AirPods. nursery, the pools, yeah. yep.
1: I keep saying and AirPods. Is that trademarked?
0: Breathing pods.
1: Okay. <laughs> Aren't AirPods some kind of shoe? <laughs> no, they're the Apple headphone
2: things. Oh, little... those
1: things, yeah. Q-tips.
0: <laughs> It'll be a, a little less intrusive than the ones Leland came up with. It bites <laughs> onto your mouth and sticks something down your throat. But they
5: don't—they don't cost you three hundred dollars.
0: Well, that's true. Yeah, they're probably they're pretty point. cheap. There's a whole pool of them you can pick from.
5: I mean, how you you meet you meet the right deep sign and he'll put it, he'll give it to you for free.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we head down the. We go down into Erica's room where we, which where we sneaky sneaky really well. We use uh you know everything we can to be really quiet, but. She just looks in the mirror and sees it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Ghoster starts awesome. yelling yeah. pretty quickly too. What's your stealth? 37. But she's looking at you. <laughs> 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 so yeah, the that was the opposite day mirror really. Um, everything that we saw inside the mirror. I guess I guess if you looked in the mirror it didn't really change. You still had to make your wisdom saving throw. Which I think all of us passed as much as uh, Leland didn't uh, like it, except for Gozer, yeah. who stayed stunned for just a little while.
2: Yeah, that was annoying.
0: Yeah, that mirror sucked.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> it was and like dead.
0: A,
5: it, it should have made that Barry was a Revenant roll
0: for mirror. Me. What was the DC on
5: that? Brendel. Oh, it was pretty low. I think I said like a DC 12. It was pretty low. Oh. But this party is seriously lacking in wisdom, though, so. <laughs> Is that a comment on our stats, or uh...
0: (laughs) well, you can take it as you will, my friend. So uh, yeah, and inside that room, we also saw a portal with a wooden door frame, I guess, etched with six pointed stars—a star, I guess—with glowing purple light coming out of it. Sort of. Now that wasn't one we've seen before with glowing purple. No, you've never,
5: you've never seen those. um... Uh, glowing symbols etched into a portal like that before
4: but it did look uh i think i can assume it did
0: look similar to one one we've seen in the it past It looked
5: identical though. other than those those uh, six-pointed stars yes right
0: okay so any theories on the six-pointed stars or well what, what they could mean not really except that i th-
4: it sounds like that matches that big uh like key mechanism that was um in on that little dam and the tunnel where the black ooze was flowing through the stream. That yeah. was a six pointed star. Wasn't, was it not?
1: Yeah. That's the only other one we've yeah. ever seen. So
0: no idea what that means, but it, it might be connected, but that's, yeah, that sort of links up Erica with the black ooze, right? Yeah.
1: I think they are connected. Maybe. I think it's safe to say.
0: Yeah. I don't think we've seen anything else that would connect anything up other than the star.
4: It's too bad someone think. doesn't have a wand of secrets that they could have used to examine that. Yeah,
2: that is really a shame that yeah. nobody has a wand of secrets <laughs> right. that they could have yeah.
4: used. <laughs> Maybe we'll lock in You were going to
1: try to use it on the mirror.
4: I know. Just What
1: did you think it, was, it
5: did?
4: I thought it, like, cast Fireball or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what I was thinking. But,
1: like, he says, no, it detects secret doors and traps and all this stuff, and then... Which could be very handy and useful if used. Yes. and you were yeah. feet away from this portal door. Yeah,
4: yeah. no, that yeah, and and I there had, was a trap. I was thinking about using it on that. I asked about using it on the mirror, right?
5: You did, yes.
4: Yeah, and then a bit later, I was like, "Oh, you know what? I it would make a lot more sense to use it on the portal, but there wasn't really an opportunity." Um, as we'll come to talk well,
1: about. Well, people started hucking well, fireball. Yeah. Well,
0: really, the next thing that happened was our good friend Seaweed Gozer, Mm. if you uh, recall. So we had a. Yeah, Seaweed Seaweed Gozer sucked too. I don't even think
1: think Seaweed Gozer (laughs) got an attack. I mean, I think that we still. ...are screwed anyway, so you're
2: It's not you're so fine. much that the seaweed Gozer sucked. It's The rest of us are that awesome.
5: Yeah, yes. maybe. I mean, it takes a collapsing <laughs> coral learn to kill any of you mother huggers. Okay, Leland,
1: <laughs> you're already, like, the mirror and Gozer, if they were to damage us even more, we're already, like, really hurting where we left it off. So I think...
5: Yeah, okay, all right, that's Were you true. going for true.
1: TPK? Like, no,
5: no, no, no. So... so well, I mean, this is like the first like legit like dungeon crawl section that we've actually ever done in this campaign, right? Which I, 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 I think these are my favorite batch of three episodes since Gold'em, and I really love those Gold'em episodes. I had a lot of fun editing, yeah, and, and <laughs> these three episodes.
4: Yeah, this was a good bunch, this was exciting.
0: So I'd say the the worst part of it is uh, not being able to move very fast, right? Yeah. When you, uh, yeah, not being able to get anywhere, dragging our ass down in the middle of this thing forever, and then uh, trying to get the hell out was was a, a miserable experience. Which, uh, for which is at all, yeah, <laughs> I, I am. Um, but yeah, back to that. When we did see Erica, I know my goal was to throw everything at her as fast as possible to try to kill her before she even got a a chance to react, right? So Fireball, you know, if everybody chucked him in, let's get rid of her as fast as possible. Yeah. Which I believe we came pretty damn close to taking her out. Yeah, If Bill could just roll the
1: right amount of dice, I mean.
0: (laughs) We did take Seaweed Gozer out pretty quick. We had, uh, you know, Barry made an appearance, so we had Barry to help us.
1: We had Barry to help us, but did Barry help Barry us? Barry is Barry bad.
0: <laughs> See,
3: it's
5: not I just me. Like, he. it's, like it's a me. Anybody can control Barry, and and Barry will critically fail.
1: And he's still bad, <laughs> yes. Here's, here's a question, though. Like, if, if Bill would have rolled two more d6, could we, and they maxed out 12 points, could we have gotten her? Yeah. Oh
5: I my gosh, we are you serious yeah. right now? Had Shaft rolled a fifteen instead of a fourteen on that last hand crossbow bolt, you probably you would have yeah. got her.
3: What? She had that one hit point left. She was. Yeah,
5: she had. She close. was. I think it was less than five. She was even so even if Barry
1: so close. could have done a thing, Rendle, <laughs> anybody.
5: Yeah. Well,
4: you know
1: what? <laughs> oh Barry, my god! I almost. I, I shouldn't have asked for that question. Shed a
4: tear when Barry looked back over his shoulder
1: <laughs> as that
4: bead of fireball that swung <laughs> by Brynn.
1: He deserved it. It's yeah. heartbreaking. Oh, I shouldn't have asked you that question. I'm really mad with the answer now. This is. Well, I think we all learned
2: we cannot count on Brendel to save us.
4: Well, he makes a mean
0: potion.
1: He's shooting a Roman candle over there.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, he? we're getting to that. It's, it's here on the list. Yeah. Trust me. Oh, my. <laughs> The Brindle potion. Yeah. I'm so right so now, mad I think. Uh, not,
1: I'm double checking your dice from now on, Bill. This is, uh, not like I already don't, but. Oh
0: I, I believe I still have berry. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if you yeah. want yeah. berry back or not, but I think I got berry in my pocket. I or no, you don't I, care. Yeah, I put it in my pocket. Is that a berry in your pocket? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: no.
0: Very, very good. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, let's see. What else do we have? So then we fought uh we moved on. We fought a few humanoids, one with a shark head, one with 10 tentacle 10-foot ten tentacles and one with quills. Yeah, those were some pretty interesting bad guys.
5: Yeah, they're pretty cool. They're pretty low challenge rating too, actually. Perfect. Like you guys made quick uh, quick work of them, really.
4: Well, the, those quills seemed a bit you know, like they could Screw uh, people up if they. they were... They could
5: poison you. Basically, is kind of the worst thing that they would do.
2: That's pretty cool, though.
4: Would that would that be an ongoing status effect if they were successful? Yeah, if you're poisoned?
5: poisoned, you like have disadvantage on something or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs>
3: <This is super laughs> it's not. It's not quite the.
5: Um, what is it, the the blue rot? No, 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 yeah. no, It's not like a disease. It's it's
4: just
2: that yeah.
3: Sucked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that
5: blue rot is
0: dangerous. Hideous. Blue rot is dangerous, man. Yeah. Oh, poor theft. So we, we wiped those guys out. I think that was just there to sort of give Erica some time. Yeah, hey, yeah, absolutely. head on down the uh, the pike there. And then Gozer and, and I, I guess we sort of went down. The, uh, that was next, right? We sort of went down into that hallway after Erica. Everybody else was trying to battle everything and get their way down. And then, let's see, we got in there and that's when she pulled... I can't remember exactly how that worked. She she was she was pretty close to dead. Yeah, and then she started pulling down the supports that were holding.
5: Before she she kind of made it to the back of this chamber, she goaded Gozer and she spoke of theft.
3: Mm-hmm. And uh. then
5: she kind of opened up this hidden passageway, this very narrow and short passageway. Kind of got in there, and I described it as having all of these these like wooden supports in it as well, and um. Just continued to like goad Gozer into following her, basically.
4: <laughs> kind of like a, like an old rickety mine shaft, eh? Yeah,
5: exactly. If that's yeah, yeah, exactly. That's totally what you're thinking. And then she kind of made it to a point where you know the this this trigger point where she just kind of pulled out this. I think I described it as like a linchpin, right? Like she pulled out this yeah. specific piece that triggered the collapse of, of this this little tunnel.
4: Now, how and the how does Erica know about Thuf? Is what I'd like to know. Good question.
2: Oh, that is a good question.
4: Yeah.
1: What? I hadn't even thought of that. This is.
4: <sighs> You're too focused on uh, Deep Scion Falls.
1: Yeah. So so
0: either Erica's watching us just like uh, Izzy. Right. Or maybe Erica and Izzy. Talk to are each not other. As, yeah,
2: maybe yeah. they're. Are the it's same person? Like two halves of the same person? Oh, that's a good question. Sure. Oh, a consciousness?
5: Oh, no.
1: Dissociative identity disorder?
5: Do you guys know for sure, though, that Isabella knows that Thuft is dead? The last time Isabella saw Thuft was when she tried to give him that great big hug.
1: Depends yeah, on how much falzarin has been smooching with her.
5: Ah, that's yeah. true. That's right. Yeah. That's right. What's Falzerin
2: been saying?
1: You're a dirty Nothing rat. But a Smile. I can neither confirm
4: nor denied. There's. Been We've a got
1: a mole. In. We've got a deep scion mole. <laughs> yes, group. yes. You're
4: right. That needs to be lanced.
1: Oh, I'm adding this. There's string coming from I'm a new sure, picture over here. With I'm not theft. sure you
4: lance moles, but
2: oh, <laughs> <laughs> this one's getting lanced. Yeah. A pokey pokey. <laughs> scimitar.
4: That's right. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that, that's that interesting. Of, uh, that kind of stood out to me.
1: Oh man!
4: I was like, "What's going on there?"
1: So much is hmm. happening.
3: Yeah,
5: this and is history. this is why this is why like I think these are three of my favorite episodes. Like one, like we haven't had extended combat in ages, right? And. Uh, in hindsight, I probably wouldn't have made this whole place difficult terrain. That was <laughs> that was really
2: <laughs> grueling. That really screwed us so up. So that
5: was uh that was definitely my bad. Um, the place was uh, was much too large to have it all difficulty t- terrain. Maybe if I had like maybe one chamber, like that first chamber, maybe it would have been okay. So yeah, yeah. that was <laughs> that was a little a little grueling and over the top on my part. But like even with the combat, like so many little tiny details, right? Just kind of came up in the in in these episodes and.
1: You don't think the mama pod was o- overpowered or overboard? You're you're saying you wanted the mirror and the seaweed gozer or seaweed whatever to be more strong, but we're all passing out here.
5: Right, but that that pod like l- literally had had I mean, had shafts stayed and and had gotten close and been raining down the amount of damage that he could put out as well. You guys would have made fairly short work with that guy. Yeah. It was just. It's
1: all Shaft's fault. I knew. Oh no, no, that's
5: not. That's of course not what I'm saying. <laughs> and Shaft, I think, played incredibly well to his character. But the the point of this, the the this, you know, this dungeon crawl in quotations, is to you know, it gets you into this situation that uh, a minor threat becomes a major threat just because of that situation.
1: Because he turned around and ran.
5: Yeah, I thought. Which well, no, Be- I mean, this whole fucking place is flooding. I would have got the
0: hell out of there too. Yeah, I did. mean, if, if played, you notice... he
1: played shaft. He did
0: the, the first yeah. thing I did, and when I when the gozer was covered, was I looked around and said the shaft or the uh, the room was filling, and I drank the the potion right, and then the first thing I thought was now I have some time, so even if it floods, I can swim out of here. Right. But then I thought, wait a second, I better check to make sure. It worked.
5: I'm surprised that you checked, honestly.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I wasn't expecting that
4: either, but it makes total sense.
1: Another mystery that I'm adding to the board with strings coming from Brendel oh. and all this garbage.
0: He's also a deep time.
1: Who sold us a faulty potion
3: or so made it? If
0: you notice. You know, he uh, Leland said the the water was filling. It, w- it went up six inches in one round. Yeah, yeah which that's is fast. six seconds. Yeah. I mean, that is pouring. Yes. In. So it's it started at only three, right? But then I
5: kind of described these additional collapses that you guys were kind of hearing echoing down. So as more of this is collapsing, of course, more water is is pouring in. So yes, it's rising very quickly.
4: Yeah, I thought this this whole scenario was even though I was you know sweating a little bit that maybe we we're gonna say You to were Paul's sweating. Ring.
1: Oh my god! Oh yeah, <laughs> um, I thought, I thought it was, was a goner.
4: I thought it was awesome. Um, Brynn was, yeah.
1: Elena was, so
4: just the way that you know Shaft totally, as Shaft would do. Um, once he realizes that he's gonna be screwed because he can't breathe underwater, he's like, "Well, I'd like to help you, but I'm not gonna die." Takes right. off. Um, and I think Fallsheren is feeling. I think partly it's in Falzern's character to try and help one of his party members. But also, I mean, the reason Gozer is down here and any of you are down here is because of Falzern's kind of...
2: It's all Falzern's fault.
4: ...dragged you along. It's so Falzern's he's feeling guilty fault. that, you know, he's not going to leave one of his friends, quotation, <laughs> piled under rubble as this thing's filling with water. And, I mean, I don't want to go too much in-depth with what water how water works with falzern but yeah
1: let's talk about that
4: (laughs) (laughs) he might be less scared about water than the rest of the party so yeah i think that that was really cool uh to see the different different characters motivations and for it to make for a very tense situation
0: i was having fun i thought it was interesting with bren because at first when shaft took off it was you prick and then oh yeah it was right after that was you know, a couple of rounds of fighting, and then, well, I better get the hell out of there here to survive. And then and gets swallowed up, and then suddenly, yeah. well, I gotta go save <laughs> Solver. You were just running back and forth, yeah, oh, you know, in difficult terrain.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> For sure. I was so, really sweating and trying to think, what would Bryn do? And then, yeah, I mean, I'm saying what's going through my head. You guys heard it. I was like sweating, and I kept thinking about Gozer, and then I was like, Freaking out, what I save falls in. What do I do? What do I...
0: But your good friend Brendel from years ago was following, he was right ahead of Shaq. <laughs> he said he would he, he yeah. turned around and did some some fireworks here and there yeah. but just to make it you feel good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
4: so do you think I know that uh, one of Bryn's traits is that she, um, she has compassion for people who can't help themselves or who are in need of...
1: Oh, I'm a sucker for defending the defenseless. Yeah. Like when they're truly defenseless, like when you're unconscious and that thing.
4: So I was wondering, do you think that Bryn kind of made a calculation that Gozer is maybe beyond help or we, Bryn's not going to be able to do much with her hands to help Gozer, but because Falterin got swallowed by this big gelatinous uh, breathing pod mama... That um, there's a bo- you could kill this character or this um, <laughs> yeah, bad guy and and help falzerin and and that's kind of why you sort of are you asking
1: me if Bryn rode off Gozer so that's why it didn't bother well, as much
4: initially you were kind of uh, it seemed like you were going to be taken off um, and maybe coming back for Gozer who knows exactly what would have happened um, had Falzerin not get got swallowed alive but then you kind of took pause and tried to kill this thing that had swallowed Falzern. So I was just kind of wondering, is that because Bryn thought there was more chance of helping Falzern? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, I understand that in character, you're not sitting there listening to someone like Leland say, okay, Gozer's going to take 52 falling damage or whatever, right? And like, oh, I know how much her health is. And you're not doing the math. But like, I also would like to think that your character... When hearing 52, your character does get the realization of, like, oh, crap, that's a ton of damage. Like, that's – she right. she did.
4: If a ceiling caves in on someone, I mean, that's typically um, not great.
1: And Shaft yeah. yeah is, like, Shaft and Gozer are closer than probably anyone in the party, maybe. And Shaft was right okay. there when it happened, and Shaft turned around and ran away. I figure Shaft would have tried if it was doable, and he didn't, so –
0: I can't remember how many people saw actually Gozer get smashed in by the coral. Was it only I? It was, or was uh, it, I it think Brynn was actually about 10 feet behind you as well. Yeah, I would have heard this. it okay. too.
1: But like when Shaft was closest and turned around and decided that it wasn't worth doing or able to be done, she was like, all right. That's, I think yeah, that's what. That
0: makes sense. I but mean, there. there's always the chance that Erica took. Gozer into yeah. her hidey hole or wherever, and yeah. they disappeared. Taking her, taking her to the
4: seaweed spa.
3: Yeah, <laughs> she's
5: gonna
4: That's have cucumbers true. on her she eyes and I come mean, back and, looking and, five and years and younger.
5: Goeser actually should have be, still been in her rage too when she took that fifty-two points of damage because then we we and my, this we got a note from uh, Michael Caldwell that uh, and we've made this mistake before too that she still made the attack. Uh, you don't lose your raids when, when she misses, right? So she's, she technically would have had resistance to that bludgeoning damage, so she she would have took the same amount of damage as, as Shaft did hmm. from that collapse.
1: Are we going to discuss the fact that we didn't at the time talk about Relentless Raging?
5: Yeah, so like that little bit about the Relentless Rel- endurance. Rel- endurance.
1: Endurance, yeah. sorry, sorry.
5: Yeah. Uh, I added in during editing because it didn't really make a difference.
1: <laughs> well, no.
2: And even if even if Gozer had only taken half damage, so then would have still been conscious, she still was covered by oh, yeah.
1: tons yeah.
2: of coral
5: exactly that was flooding. Right. right. So
2: she would have, after two minutes, been taken to zero anyway.
5: Right, right, right. Right. Yeah, because effectively, like, I guess you would have been uh, restrained probably, maybe. Maybe as far as being incapacitated. I don't know if incapacitated explicitly means that they're unconscious. I don't believe it does, but... But yeah, we like might have you, you to couldn't move.
2: Dig you myself out, but... Yeah,
0: maybe,
5: maybe. Maybe.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, it, it, we're at the end of fifty, right? Yeah, I maybe she
1: did, guys. Come we, on. We, <laughs> we.
0: I mean, sec- technically, the whole thing is what maybe uh, half a minute after.
1: I was KBA just thinking, like, Williams? yeah,
0: session fifty
5: was like maybe forty-five seconds. <laughs> exactly. Like the best cr- forty-five seconds ever. Yeah. Well, I mean, then that goes like Brin making bouncing back and forth like these are like literally for your character split second decisions that Brynn has to make in the moment so yeah it kind of makes sense that you're like oh oh fuck uh no this way Mm -hmm. oh fuck okay this way oh she Shaft turned around
1: so I'm like all right forget it and then yeah I don't know I don't know all I, all I can say is 50 is my, personally, my favorite episode ever. I wish that, like, people, we could recommend them, like, start listening at 50, but then they wouldn't understand everything that goes into <laughs> it. Uh,
4: it's like The Office or Parks and Rec. Yeah. You gotta see the character progression. Yeah, you gotta
5: have the, the legacy knowledge, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know why. It was just my favorite.
5: Well, like Emily, sh- how Schaff did you like uh, controlling the breathing pot? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: that was fun. I, I liked attacking you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you liked attacking us until you were rooting for my inspiration then i was well, like you, what because i was still on your side i don't I want know. you guys to die you're but trying though you're trying sort of
5: well yeah i know and, and that kind of is a, a strange position for emily for me to <laughs> ask emily to <laughs> to put herself in really but um i thought it was fun and 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 different and Basically, I washed my hands of it. If Falzern had died, it would have been Emily's fault, not mine. Oh, that that's the main motivation.
2: Well, no, what you guys don't know is Leland did private message me and said, bite him now. And so I did, which made ring go down into the stomach acid and knock him out. Yeah. So it's Leland. But I would like
0: to know this was the first internal surgery that was ever performed. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: That was hilarious. I hadn't done a medicine check in so long. I was like, how do I do this? He yeah, did, but, I
4: like, I mean, a gastroscopy on this.
5: Falzern and <laughs> Brynn are still in the dead breathing pod at the end of fifty. Oh, so they're not, okay. So they're not entirely out of it yet, but Falzern is stable currently.
1: It had been so long since <laughs> I'd helped someone. I was like, what do I do?
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Panic in I your just voice. love that you fucking just charged down its throat. Instead <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, <to> it. <laughs> I was really afraid of like slicing into it and then being covered in some type of poison and taking damage or something. Oh, uh,
5: okay. So you decided so, to
1: get inside you did. of it. So you where... dug into the stomach acid <laughs> instead. <laughs> well, I mean. You did
0: shoot an arrow right by his head, though. Yeah, <laughs>
4: that's yeah. true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, liked, I
0: liked that flavor from
4: Leland that his is, beak. just narrowly misses Falzern.
1: <laughs> I mean, Brendel hit me. Freaking Brendel. He can't oh. hit a broadside of the barn. He can hit me.
5: That was really, really funny. <laughs> and Brendel got, like, a max damage hit on your I don't team, think
1: I so. remembered to play Brynn mad at him after that. You no, know, there's just still so
5: much stuff. Although, I think, like, you know, spoilers after, like, Brynn's pretty angry in the next episode anyway. So. Uh, yeah,
1: nothing new. <laughs> I mean, really, she just felt, like, again... Episode fifty was pretty fun, but it was pretty Bryn heavy. That's probably why I love it so much. But like, <laughs> um, you know, no Shaft arguing with me or anything stupid. But like, I really was like saving. Oh, I just felt the weight of the world on my shoulders. I was oh, sweating, but it was it was fun, I guess.
4: Yeah, I mean that's that's the intensity that makes it exciting.
1: I. During that role where I got all those ones, I was really tearing up. Yeah, that Bill was saw it.
4: just atrocious.
0: That
1: I thought Bill was dying. <laughs> I, Falzerin, I mean.
0: I mean, uh, theoretically, if Gozer and uh, Falzerin both died and, and Bren and Shaft did make it out somehow and made it to shore, and Brendle, half of the storyline is gone, right? Because yeah. now maybe we'll do the towers, but everything else, screw it.
1: I think totally. Shaft and Bryn would try to find a way out of that contract. They'd like fake their own deaths and then like piece out, like separate and be like. You think right, you wouldn't
5: it. just try to find a couple other
0: dummies schmutz? that you could rope into? <laughs> yeah, I schmutz. mean maybe exactly. for the sake of
1: the podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, you got to play the yeah. character. There wouldn't be any Erica uh, uh, Isabella stuff going on anymore. That's for sure. Yeah.
2: I don't know. <laughs>
5: well, maybe Erica's dead. You don't know.
0: I don't know Ugh. if these hags would just let you guys
4: off. You've already messed around quite a bit in their business.
1: Yeah, I bet Isabella would come after you. Yeah. I really hope with one hit point left, Erica, like, one piece of the trap fell on her and she's dead.
4: As does Falzarin. Because he's running low on uh, fireball beads.
1: Yeah. Do <laughs> you have any left?
4: Well, that's a great question, Emily.
1: Have you been um, writing it down and keeping track?
4: I think Leland and I had a bit of a discussion that I I don't know if I said it or not. I think I said, "Oh, I used my last fireball bead." But yeah, we talked afterwards. That wasn't my last fireball bead because okay. I'm terrible at keeping track of. You items. should have. Yeah, you should have one I have, more. I have I have one left, which makes it even worse that I didn't give. <laughs> and one.
5: you know what's funny? Speaking of those, so um, uh, my buddy Riley, he was messaging me and uh about the episode where you handed those out and he's like you know you're a really kind dm i'm like what are you talking about he's like well i would have made uh as soon as falls t- took those beads off that necklace i would have made them blow up oh, oh. because okay. as per how as per the, the rules of the item it says you use an action to remove a bead and throw it and
2: right. then once Ooh. it hits the
5: end of its trajectory it explodes
2: sounds like a grenade
5: yeah, it's almost like you're pulling the pin, exactly, and throwing yeah. it, throwing it. Uh, so, what? And at the time, that totally, like, I totally didn't even occur to me. I'm like, oh, okay, he's handing out these beads. Oh, great. <laughs> 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 but uh yeah, yeah, I think that I w- could have been, that's a entirely valid ruling.
1: Oh, my gosh.
5: But even in hindsight, nah, I, I wouldn't have made that decision, especially just in the situation that had, had I, had I, Done something like that and made a call like that, it just completely would have taken away all of the agency that Bill, as a player, had in that specific moment. As you know, this ex- basically this exchange, this bribe, to get the rest of the party on board with his his end goals. I mean, that would just <laughs> t- talk about taking the wind out of the sails, kind of thing. But that that is I th- that made me immediately think, though about the discussion of and differences between rules as written and rules as intended.
4: Well, it is a little gray, right?
5: Because... Oh, well, that's exactly, that's where yeah. the rules as intended is the gray area, and where yeah. I think a lot oh, of the arguments... Oh, don't even get me
1: started rise. on rules as written, Leland. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, he ar- he edited out so much of us arguing back and forth about whether this Mama Pod was engaged with Bill or not, and
4: Everyone, everyone, every listener thanks Leland for that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So it boils down to, I was misunderstanding my whole sneak attack as written, right, Leland? That's what it boiled down to because we continually use this phrase, engaged with Gozer, engaged with Shaft. We do. Yeah, we do. But sneak attack as written says, an enemy target within five feet.
4: I found right. this fascinating when uh, Elena looked this up because I mean I've never looked up um, sneak attack. I was ready to fight to the death. Doesn't even say engaged at all. And um,
5: well, uh, yeah, and it's like we were discussing off mics, like nowhere in the player's handbook does it use the word engaged. The only thing yeah. that comes close is taking the disengage action, which I think is where you where that terminology just comes from naturally, You're right? Like, you think, okay, well, if I need to disengage, then I am engaged.
3: Yeah,
4: and it's not only us who use the term engaged. Um, I've heard uh, lots of other folks use it as well. So I was kind of probably because
1: the term disengage implies when you're within five feet, feet you're engaged. Because disengage is in there, right? So on my character sheet, I write like my sneak attack, and I wrote like sneak attack when when enemy is engaged with other target. That is the word I put there. So what I was trying to wrap my mind around was there was a tentacle that was ten f- holding Falzer in grappled but it was ten feet away from this uh mama pod's body so it wasn't within five feet but I was like how is he not engaged if he's literally holding Falzer in that was right. what I couldn't wrap my mind around
5: yeah no and i, I think that's a v- a valid argument I am glad that you 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 should feel that you are you can bring those discrepancies up with the a dungeon master right any player should be able to feel that they can and have a discussion slash argument, in our case, about whether, <laughs> whether <laughs> or not it, it works one way or the other, right? So, I it is a good thing that you, you should have brought it up. And I'm glad that you did.
1: It's fine. I killed it.
5: Because until, literally until <laughs> I... Because I looked it up myself. And I'm like, oh, it, it says within five feet. Uh, and it yeah. just it happens to justify the way I was <laughs> interpreting the whether or not you got it. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, Because it sort of makes sense, but to me the the
1: five feet, like the five feet, to me would be a five foot perimeter around even each tentacle. So it was sort of like, yeah, yeah, exactly. If it's touching the actual thing, like, isn't your arm part of a body? Like, that's where sure,
5: and and yes, I and that's where I think your argument is still valid to be made. And um, I easily could have been like, yeah, you know what? These are like huge, big. This is all this tentacle itself is almost its own entity. But I just, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking in that way, in that vein, and I wasn't ruling that way, unfortunately. But I think it, yeah. it could have went your way. But I will say, and I don't think we actually did make this mistake, I thought I might have penalized you in the episode, but that same ruling, going with the within five feet, also means that when you were grappled and the, the breathing pod's body was still uh, further than five feet away from you, you would still be able to use your bow, your magic bow, without disadvantage. Right. So True. it does work. It does work both ways for you, right? Yeah. As your bow, you you could easily argue, is your better weapon.
1: Just well, and John and Bill one. had good points about why it would maybe not be considered engaged, right? Yeah. If they're grappled in a tentacle.
4: Yeah, I mean, this thing has, a, I forget how many tentacles, but...
1: Like three. I
4: mean, that brings up the argument, how many people could, or how many PCs could this enemy be engaged with at once? Like, if it's holding three people in tentacles, but focusing on a fourth PC that it's like it's already got these other three guys or girls um, grappled and then it's attacking a fourth person well who's it engaged with so it's an interesting
0: case I think that you're you don't run into with a lot of bad guys Yeah, I just always sort of specifically to sneak attack always looked at it as somebody was capturing the attention of the thing and you could sneak an attack in there which yeah. gave you, you know, advantage because they weren't paying any attention to what you were doing. And and then, you know, you can get into the whole argument of within five feet, if they're actually, you know, in, engaged or, uh, you know, paying attention to something else, thematically you could say that's how you could get some kind of advantage over them. Right. But like you said, it's a great big thing. It has a whole bunch of eyes and a whole bunch of tentacles. You could make the argument that, you know, it could be watching and, and taking care of a lot of things at one time. Did it sure.
5: have a bunch of eyes? I didn't really describe it as having eyes, actually. So, uh, but also another for further clarification of the sneak attack rule: it is with when a when a um, what does it say? It says it's an when, enemy. A, when an enemy of the target is within yes. five feet. Yes, so it's so that not like enemy a, uh, does not yeah. need to be your friendly either. As long as it is fighting and, and its focus is on something within five feet of it.
1: Yeah, like if the shark head back, guy right. was within so, five feet, that doesn't count.
5: Sure, exactly. That's that's also really important. I mean, should you ever get into a situation where it's it's not just uh, 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 the part of the uh, you know two sided event where it's party versus whomever, it could be you know the party and three other sides, right? In this You're large right. engagement, so all that people, is I also mean, a, exactly.
1: We might as well finish the rest of the text, which is basically. Uh, that enemy, that target's enemy, cannot be incapacitated already. Right. If it is, it doesn't count. And then um, you can't already have a disadvantage on your attack roll for any reason. So if I had a disadvantage on my attack roll, I don't get sneak attack.
5: And, John, I think to your point about saying, you know, um, other situations where an enemy's focus may be taken, I think in those situations I would be like, okay, you know what? elena you get advantage on this attack because of that which by extension gives her sneak attack um so you could argue that you know yeah you you get your sneak attack but really it's saying no you get advantage and you just happen to get mm-hmm. sneak attack as a result of that and that may just be feel like it's semantics but I think situationally it becomes important right
1: right that's how getting advantage through inspiration became such a big deal yeah
0: I like absolutely. that
5: absolutely yeah
0: that's everything I have down from forty-eight to fifty. Um, pretty much, yeah. I think we already hit on the the shitty potions. And uh, yep, that's that's about it. That's where we well, ended. Technically, we only know that one was bad. That's true. I'm yeah. gonna
2: say probably three were bad. <laughs> yeah, Brendel's well, three.
4: That's rude. Brendel drank well, his. If Brendel's that bad at spellcasting, he's yeah, we gotta be. Worked. He's gotta be good at something else. So
2: not necessarily.
4: Not yeah. necessarily.
2: <laughs> he didn't save Thrift, and technically he didn't save Gozer either, because it started coming back the disease.
4: Yeah.
5: Well.
1: Oh man, fifty-one is going to be intense. You guys, tune in to fifty-one.
5: You guys expect w- way too much of Brendel. Just because you, just because you are all incredibly skilled, does not mean everyone you come across and may travel with is also as adept at their chosen craft. Just thankfully, he's handsome.
1: Says who? Oh, We man. have a
0: minimum amount of competency and incompetency to be in this group.
3: <laughs> yeah, true.
5: Oh, okay. So, yeah,
0: he's
2: below the lowest bar.
3: Yeah.
0: All right, so I guess the next thing is questions.
2: Should we go back to Mike's question from uh, before?
4: Sure. Oh, yeah, we kind of missed part of a comment from Mike when we were on um, the game all night with Chris Whitpan.
5: Yeah. Uh, so, basically, he... kind of asks, wants to know from the character's uh, point of view, like, are you really, were you really thinking of getting into a little rowboat, taking it five miles offshore towards this infinite storm, and if that was a really good
0: idea?
2: Yeah, one, no, it was not a good idea. No.
0: (laughs) Shaft even stopped in the show, I believe and said, now hold on a second, let me get this straight and sort of walk through that whole possibility. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Before we got the boat. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I don't think I had any intention of ever getting in that boat to go out towards the storm. Nor swimming to it like Gozer was doing. Or
3: <laughs> even...
2: <laughs> See, I think Gozer would have gotten in the boat to swim out there because she's strong. She could do it. In her mind. Yeah, Bryn wouldn't Yeah, go.
3: Uh-uh.
4: yeah Falzern would have been pretty weary of that plan as well. I think that it didn't have a great chance of success. So. I would have been like,
1: yeah, so we're not helping you do this, all right? Bye. If we couldn't have got the crabs or something. I'm, I'm yeah.
4: very, very thankful that these crabs were there and that Brynn was able to steal them.
1: I, that was fun right. for me. Brynn's just trying to, like, have some fun right now. She's She got to Pisces so pissed off. She's like,
4: "Yeah, screw it. Let's unca- steal some crabs. Uncharacteristic for Brin to be oh, okay. frustrated and. Let's see. how many times it- <laughs> I'm
2: just it's Probably a good thing there aren't any good characters in the party or we wouldn't have stolen the
1: crabs not all characters Falzarin would have been on is good. Board for he's that. supposed to be good. Chaotic, is he? We corrupted good, him.
4: But he's evolved a bit, yeah, He's
1: evolving to neutral?
4: I don't know. Neutral neutral. Falserin's just so He's he's a Little fish who's been thrown going into a big. Pond. I knew you were a
1: fish. He's a deep water scion, you guys. <laughs> I knew it.
5: <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Michael continues to say a bunch of extremely nice things about us uh, that I'm not going to repeat on air because I hate when podcasts do that self-aggrandizing masturbatory bullshit. So thank you so oh, much, on, Michael, man. for all of your kind words. Though I did share them all with the party, so uh we all have he read your email.
1: The best, I believe
5: not quite yeah. no no no, no.
0: <laughs> All Right. any more questions anything in from anybody else
2: yeah mike also said about the reflecting pools session 49 he thinks leland should have named the episode some play on words with the lyrics from jingle bells like dashing through the woe or something like that because there were so many dashes from the
3: party <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <laughs>
2: dashing through the woe <laughs> and then he, this is where he brought up that uh Gozer would not have lost her rage when fighting Erica because Gozer did attack. Even though she missed, she still attacked, so she
1: wouldn't have lost the rage. In a one-crab-in-close-sub.
5: Throwing fireballs. (laughs) (laughs) And finally...
2: Yeah, Bill Ben.
5: The Bill Ben himself.
2: Bill Nye, the science guy.
5: He says, first off, a big congrats to everyone on your 50th episode. Uh, second, he loves the idea of the one shots and making, mixing up the cast, uh, which so far, we're going to record a little, the end of it right after this. And the first oh, bit, yeah. oh man, it was really fun. It's so fun <laughs> to be able to actually like play a character with, with most of you. Uh, third, even though you all do great at going over each section of shows and talking about how you feel about each one, is there anything looking back you want to reflect on? Oh. Ooh.
4: Interesting. I I kind of wish I had have...
1: Rolled the right amount of dice. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry, I cannot get over that. Yeah, I
2: don't think we're ever going to let you live that one down. It's oh, so bad. Oh,
4: boy. Thankfully, nothing bad happened as a result Shoot. of that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't.
4: I, uh, I kind of wish I had of. Have spent more time, and forced myself into making a bit of a character voice for Falzern. And part of the reason that's on my mind <laughs> lately...
5: <laughs> Why, I'm sorry, I, that's butt? not laughing at you, that's laughing yes, of <laughs> with
4: you. <laughs> with me, yes, yes. I was I don't laughing, laughing you. You. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, um, I don't know how much we... I don't think we've we talked much, kind of on air, about our one shot all that much. But anyway, um, we're playing new characters for a little one shot that M's DMing, um, and I decided to roll with a character voice and <sighs> choked under did pressure you? for the most yeah, part. Yeah, did you? Yep. Yeah. So so far,
0: we're still waiting. To-
4: <laughs> You're not going to hear a lot from Bill and his character. <laughs> Uh, We'll see about uh, how much courage I have on the next recording uh, after this.
1: I think as first timers, we're learning. You need to pick an accent that you can easily do because you're already uncomfortable. That's true.
4: Yeah, I I definitely am the type of person who suffers from some stage fright. And so that kind of I was surprised at how much stage fright stage fright I had when I had to put on an accent for the first time on uh, on air. Yeah. And also it's an accent I'm not super
5: sure with Doom. yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. elena certainly has a point in maybe kind of sticking within your wheelhouse of operation um but your i don't wheelhouse. think there's anything there's nothing wrong with yeah thanks pam there's nothing Bam. wrong with <laughs> there's nothing wrong with branching out obviously but i also think for new newer players such as yourselves that your character is not your accent your character are the actions that they do yeah. okay yeah so yeah. there should never be any pressure of of no. feeling like you have to do an accent even if other players are on the table are doing them.
4: I agree 100%. I myself yeah. as
5: a as a player, not until just last year with this new uh, or last year and a half with this new group um that I started playing with. They're all big role players and I was never really like that and I was never really comfortable like that myself and but but playing with them, I I've, I've grown into much more of a role player. And I mean, it certainly has enriched that experience for myself. Um, that may not be the case for every player. But, yeah, you just got to ease into it, man. I mean, shit, I've been playing 5e since it came out and I just now started doing actual character voices. Like, yeah. yeah.
4: No, that I think that's a great point that, that needs to be made as well. That You know, your experience with D&D is not based on your ability to do a voice or not. This is more kind of just like a personal thing for me where... I want to be more comfortable doing it. So I kind of wish I had been doing it all this time because I would be comfortable by now. I I would think, or more comfortable than I am. So it's kind of like I'm experiencing the really awkward and kind of nerve wracking experience of rolling with a voice for the first time now. And I'm kind of wishing that I had already got past this point (laughs) months ago. But,
5: right. But, like, to again, to my personal anecdote, like, this party doesn't really do extravagant character voices either i mean yeah gozer's gozer is a very distinct voice obviously <laughs> uh, mainly out of her half or heritage and the way gozer emily plays smash. her and yes in gozer's case a lot of gozer's voice is gozer but like emily will i'm sure admit herself gozer's voice has waxed and waned throughout this campaign <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah
3: but yep. that doesn't
5: change the way gozer acts and the way we all think and 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 know how gozer would act right and Shaft. I mean, not to denigrate John, uh, John's role play of Shaft, but I mean, I can very clearly tell Shaft's voice from John's voice, and there is right. a very there's there's kind of this slight um, inflection and yeah. uh, that that Shaft takes on, and it is a voice. It's a very understated voice, but it is a very well crafted voice. I yeah. Think. Um, so like, <laughs> we're not all talking in Scottish and French accents around <laughs> here. Is what I'm really trying to say, right? So. The exposure to that type of role play for you is just hasn't been there. And I think that that can really make a difference.
1: Are we releasing the one-shot next episode after this party?
5: No, there will be another batch of three episodes. Okay. And then after that, the one-shots will come out.
1: Okay, I was going to say this is a good opportunity to plug it and maybe give a little sneak peek. But I don't know if we want to do that.
5: Like of our characters, you mean? Yeah, maybe. Hey, if well, you guys are... We
1: we want to pique some interest. Eh? I've
5: already <laughs> announced uh, Jacques Mathieu. If you haven't tuned into After Party 15 on, on Game All Night, you should check out because that was a f- hell of a time, and yes. uh, again, great yes. production. So go seek them out. Um, you'll get kind of the the on my character, but yeah, that was right. a Game yeah, All Night exclusive. exclusive. Yeah,
4: first yeah.
1: Pam likes to call him Jack, because <laughs> I'm Pam.
4: Yeah, sure. Why don't Why don't we Why don't we do a just
1: quick little real quick? Because we still have to do the reflecting answer, I guess. But go ahead, Pam. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Hi. Go ahead, Pam. Hi, I'm Pam. <laughs> uh, it's capital P, capital A, capital M exclamation mark all the time, and my accent <laughs> is. Uh, this is what I meant by I'm trying to go with something I'm kind of uh, used to and a little bit familiar with. So I just really try to like have a Michigan accent. So, I Does know, your just mom like, listen to these? No, okay. I'm kind of, I'm kind kind of imitating my mom as as best as possible. Yes. Um, but it is very exaggerated. I don't think I was this bad when when I moved to Canada, but yes. maybe Elena Al- is originally
4: from Michigan, so her some of her her mom has a it's pretty a pretty strong accent,
1: more Minnesota yeah. maybe than Mich- Michigan, but yeah, Jack Jack and Pam are friends
5: they get along pretty well yeah
1: bill let's let's hear it <laughs> speaking
4: <laughs> no of no pressure so i'm playing um a new class which is exciting um i'm a paladin and john copied me and <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm just kidding um his name is drudge jed
3: oh there we go buddy very not, well. ins- yeah. not
4: inspired from any sort of pop culture or anything that i stole from at all so yeah that's that's him he's um that i i wanted to do a romanian accent because um if if this were a setting in the real world that's where he hails from and where he was born and raised um and that ties a lot into his backstory with his family and whatnot I, i won't spoil too much but I felt really like that accent was the right one for him, but it is not one that I've. Practiced Does he like much to count numbers all.
1: on Sesame Street? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> one, two, oh,
0: oh, oh. three.
1: That's
0: that's how you could get into your character voice yeah, each count. time. Yeah. Just count Four, up, yes. and then when you when you're in it, then you just two. move on to other things. One yeah, yeah.
5: lay on hands, <laughs> two
3: lay
0: on
5: hands,
3: <laughs> <laughs> three three lay on hands. <laughs> <laughs> yes
4: so everyone you know, I, can do the accent except for me apparently
5: no i was i was, that's just, so funny i will say that with everyone's like having these exaggerated accents it's really hard not to want to mimic them right like
1: yeah. <laughs> it's
5: so hard
4: it ends up being mo- just a bad russian accent for the most part. we're all doing
1: accents john's got a good one yeah it's, it's kind of scary
0: yeah i mean well with with one shots, I think they're a great way to try out a character class that you're not familiar with or something like that. If you can, you can get into a, a, you know, play a a four or five hours or whatever, and you get a taste of what that, that class is like, or what that race is like. So it's a great way to try class or uh, (laughs) (laughs) if you always wanted to see how that would work out with a multi-class. But I wanted to pick something... First off, I wanted to pick a cleric because I've never played a cleric before. But the more I looked into it, I wanted to find some uh, kind of a oath or different type of, uh, of way of... than Shaft. I didn't want to be Shaft again, right? So I wanted to do something a little different. And the things that I sort of appeal to me for a character is always something like the, uh, the neutral kind of... Guy that can go either way go with the flow but i ended up going with paladin because i found this cool oath of despair uh sort of a homebrew and i thought it was a little different so this this guy is sort of you know doesn't really care too much about uh what's you know this this is a pathway your your life is just a pathway to the next and and he was going to be not talk a lot and sort of be one of those guys that uh, you know has an oath, has a uh, a code, and that's what he wants to live by. So I thought that would be a cool way to cool, cool guy to try out. So this is my first Paladin I've ever played. So can we pretty excited uh, about that. hear
1: him talk for a sec here?
0: Well, he he the idea is I've sort of thought like. At first, I was going to do like Lurch from the Adams Family, where he just really doesn't say <laughs> right. hardly anything at all. Uh, but then I thought, you know, I want to be able to, you know, talk a little bit more. So I, I don't care. Go follow me. You know, some of a deep kind of yeah, guttural to the point right, to the point right, right. kind of deep guttural voice. Yeah. So I th- so far I mean with we played a little bit and and i sort of like being that guy up front i usually always play wizards or something to that effect so having somebody that's up front is different too
1: so you got bill who's afraid to talk john who's chosen not to talk much and then leland and i you can't get to shut up so
3: (laughs) 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 works
5: out great that's very true yeah we fill the fill the silence (laughs) Uh, Uh, so any more kind of reflecting on on our past here as as a as a oh yeah
1: I didn't hear this question ahead of time, so I might have to answer it. Sure, of yeah, we can. can.
0: So it's, the question was anything, I, I mean, I assume what it means is, is there anything we would have done differently with our characters or felt that we would have chosen another path? That is that really the essence of it?
5: Well, I mean, it could maybe even be uh, specific decisions that your characters made based on a particular amount of knowledge you had at, at one point. Um,
1: oh, I had something that I remembered the other day. Um, Gozer took the letter from Hank Appleby's. Remember? Right.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And I never saw it, and now she's buried with it. <laughs> so That's assuming she kept it. Yeah, that's assuming she kept it. It could be long it. gone. Who knows where it is? I never read it. It probably is it. long gone. Uh, I mean, hopefully it wasn't anything too vital, because Brynn doesn't I don't know. remember what it said. Yeah.
5: That was a long ass time ago.
1: I know. I was thinking about it the other day, though.
5: I think that was all the way back in session thirteen, where I read that to Gozer.
1: I don't think that was oh anything gosh. too
2: important. I mean, it had. I hope it not. had. It had
5: something to do with uh, why Hank was in Drew Call and um, uh, Prince Charmington the Third and uh, Krug of Crag and that kind of stuff.
1: Dead. Dead. Dead.
5: Uh, yeah. but, uh, but it was also a letter that was addressed to to Samuel Coltus. Ooh. Ooh. Okay.
1: Well, I'm going to pretend Bryn doesn't know that, but man. <sighs> Reflections.
0: What were you thinking, John?
1: Add that to my little map of yarn. You know,
0: I don't know. I think I, think I like where Shaft is at and, and I think he's made relatively good decisions based on where he's coming from throughout this. I, yeah, I don't. I don't think I have anything that I regret. Maybe, maybe he should have been a little more deceptive. He's been a little too forthcoming with things. <laughs> That's probably it.
2: <laughs> I think Ghost's biggest wow. biggest regret is she and Thoft had plans that they didn't get to follow through on. Yeah, they made plans one night where they were at night while they were keeping watch together to go and go back to the mountain and. Take over. But they Freaking needed money. They needed money to uh, be able to carry out their plan and so they were going to make you two, uh, Bryn and, and Shaft go back to Drew Call and find the money that you guys had stashed there and steal it. <laughs> take it from you oh, to yeah. be able to go
1: to the mountain and oh, bribe man. all the goblins and well, hobgoblins for a minute I was mad at Bruno for not saving Thuff but now I mean I- yeah well and
5: oh man that, that was a really what episode was that in because you guys should maybe go listen to that now that Thuff's gone but that was uh, that was fun to, to record um <laughs> <laughs> and like I just you know, as antagonistic as, as Gozer is, like just like that Gozer theft relationship was like the soft side of Gozer, right? I yeah. loved it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: that
4: was one of the reasons I loved so much loved theft so much is because of his relationship with Gozer.
5: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'd like to go back and listen to the things that we had to skip that we could listen to now. Oh, absolutely. But there's so right. many things. I mean, just going back and finding where those where those lines would be too, right? Because some of it we could listen to probably ninety percent of it, but there could be little pieces that mm. yeah that could
5: be yeah. bad. I so. should maybe have. Uh, so I should, I'll start to keep a log of all of these kind of times we kicked certain people off mic. Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, I have I can tell you all this all the episodes that have the the after credit stuff. Which speaking of, session fifty did have one, and actually we just mm. we had one in, in session forty six. I think it was as well. So we've it's been a quite a long stretch without one, but. Kind of had two And in, we were in
1: quick not allowed succession. to listen to 50s. We were no. allowed to listen to 46, but not
5: yeah, 50. Yeah, I, you guys could listen to 46, mainly because uh, Pat McDonald was, was kind enough to to lend his role and right voice um, to the aspiring cause once again for us. Uh, and that was really fun to put together, too.
0: Now, in the next three releases, do we get to... We should get to Mr. Bonacore as our NBC guest, yeah, right? Yeah. Great. That yeah, should
5: be yeah. session 53. Okay. That was a ton because of
4: fun. Because
1: somehow we get out of the, <laughs> that pit in the ocean. Well, Bill oh, Ben man. has one
2: more thing.
1: Yeah, He says, um,
2: did you all have any idea how long this first campaign would take? Or is everyone just going with the flow? Oh, gosh. I'm going with the flow.
4: I don't think I had a great deal of um, expectations. News. Yeah, I mean, being my first oh, yeah. D&D campaign, um, I think... Given our goals early on, we've certainly found lots of things to get sidetracked on. But uh, I think Leland, whether this is recorded on mic or it was just something we chatted about at another time, I can't remember. But made it. You made a good point that our main story arc and and campaign goal with these towers, like that's not like a challenge rating of 0.5 or anything like that. You know, I mean that's a that's gonna be a a big thing more than likely yeah when we get to it so you you can't just run into that at level one and expect to not get wiped out so i've been really enjoying all of the little side tangents we've gone off on and they help us level up and sometimes get gold and items and stuff like that to
1: not recently improve our
4: characters (laughs) um
2: and find new allies so yeah, I'm no gold,
1: I'm, no items.
4: I'm enjoying the ride, um, however long it takes to to get to a resolution Falzern of this story. Falzer would
1: say that. I'm just
4: kidding. is <laughs> uh, unconscious right now, so this build. up. do you have any idea
2: how long this is going to take?
5: No, no.
2: <laughs> no uh, episodes.
5: I'm with I'm I'm here for the ride too, just going with the flow. Because like I mean, how could I possibly predict um, when and if you guys decide to actually travel to the towers, right? Regardless of how prepared mm-hmm. you are or, or whatever. Right? <laughs> I mean, just, I just know that things are happening in the world, right? Regardless of the actions the party really takes, unless those actions directly interfere with those specific uh, situations and uh, events, right? So. I don't know. Some of those events may may change the timetable one way or the other for the party as well, too, depending on their proximity uh, or, or to to those events. You know, weird random factors.
0: The towers have not affected us directly. Not really, what? no. Everything um, we've been everything we've been focused on is because of something that's affecting us directly, right. and we choose to go that direction. That's true. We're very reactionary. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like you yeah. could argue that they
1: do affect us, but. How,
0: no, how ultimately, so? but we're not focused on
4: it.
1: Well, in ways we don't know yet. I think, they're, a, <laughs> I think they're
4: affecting the greater Asper- Aspera, but um, yeah, not us directly, per se. I, I
0: mean, every time we get in a situation where we start uh, arguing about what the next thing we need to do is, and we all say, let's work focus on the tower, we suddenly come to that roadblock where we go, okay, well, how are we going to do that? So I think, True. you know, that's when we sort of sign tangent off onto something else. Well, maybe we can get some magical items or maybe you know uh, uh, Isabella can help us or maybe we can you know get something else to be able to go accomplish that goal but just not yet. So, I mean you promised Bryn
1: more magical items she's probably not going to believe you this time. So
0: Oh, well that's a shame. Don't pull that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Once bitten, uh how's that saying go?
1: Twice shy.
0: You you believing what I what Shaft says or what Shaft doesn't say doesn't affect Shaft.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah shaft's just basically a big blue tower doesn't affect the body at all <laughs> <That's true. laughs> uh, <my gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> a short blue tower
3: <laughs>
5: well i mean well, does I mean, the mirror so make the e- tower
1: taller <laughs>
5: <laughs> so i mean so emily you you answered but like john what do you feel about the length and kind of the progression that has been made so far i mean
0: I think some things are going far slower than I thought, but much of it's going, you know, it's a little bit of both, right? There's some things that I think are, you don't even realize we're just, it's hard to believe we're 50 episodes plus in. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't seem like, you know, we've really scratched the surface on, on the great things that we can do. And in other aspects, it feels like, you know, we haven't really, you know, learned more about the ultimate, Uh, goal here so but i don't think it's it's a it feels like it's dragging to anybody i think we just go on like we said we're very reactionary we're going through and and building our characters getting to know you know what we can do and how we can accomplish our main goal so no i think we're going with the flow yeah yeah i agree
2: maybe we'll have a couple more one shots thrown in here and there
0: i hope so i mean when you face if you're playing a campaign on any campaign you play it until it starts to drag for the party right and when everybody starts going okay i think we're feeling like we've sort of beat this to death that's when you'll naturally you know end yeah yeah i certainly am not feeling that i mean i'm
4: no. still very invested in this story and and pretty much loving every tangent we go on i mean they're all interesting and exciting and i'm wondering you know how are they related or are they related and to what extent are they related to the main plot? Um, so it's all just adding more interest for me to looking forward to finding out exactly how all of this works together and what's, what's the big picture that Falzer isn't aware of. And I'm not aware of either.
1: So campaigns usually come to a close when we beat this to death. Is this Brendel? 'Cause we... <laughs> I'm feeling pretty close to beating this to death.
0: Brendel will live forever. <laughs> nope. Well, I mean, if if you're on a if your goal is to do something and you have to be fifteenth level to be able to accomplish the yeah. the end boss kind of thing, right? And then you're you're playing for two years and you're seventh level, you know. It's time to move things along a little bit. I don't get that feeling with this at all. I think we're, we don't know what we're in for or what we have to do, but it's, it's progressing every time we play, I think, in a very natural and fun way.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's definitely still interesting. We're definitely getting experience. And I mean, my web of conspiracy and the lines connecting, there's so much that was even added in this after party. It's still a puzzle to me. And I love it. I think that. Yeah. I'm not tired of it yet. Tired of Brendel and, and Barry, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tune in to see if Bryn beats Brendel to death.
5: Well, I'm happy to hear <laughs> okay. that, and I do hope the uh, the incursible lights feel the same way.
1: Oh, you didn't call them Lelanders. Yeah, Good job.
5: Yeah, I know, I know.
4: <laughs> it's because you've got sleeves on your sweater today. It's throwing yeah. you
5: yeah. off your game. I don't have my I'll sleeveless vests on. No. <laughs> Sleepless
4: vest.
3: I still love it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder
5: though if, um, because like I don't, I don't like have a, like a, a you know, quote unquote natural endpoint planned per se for this campaign. Like maybe I should have one. Um, not just because of the way campaigns usually fizzle, which I completely agree with you, John. They just rarely do they come to some satisfying conclusion, but also for the the show, right I mean clearly we all agree and and it certainly sounds like from the oodles of feedback that we get from uh the listeners that they so much are they they don't feel that it's played out quite yet uh either but when like when will it when will it be played up by episode- like session one hundred um should we should it be wrapped up by then should we launch into some other type of campaign some other type of story like do we do, I don't know. I don't know. Am I, um, do any of you want to, for the next campaign, herald the DM for an entire campaign? Ugh. Um,
1: hmm. I mean, no.
5: Like those are all questions that, <laughs> like, none
1: of did a <laughs>
2: None of
5: us are thinking of right. So
4: we no the adios did uh, finally get a core set of books that was exciting this yeah. past week we got the uh, we
1: do have a dm the, guide and yeah
4: the dungeon master's guide and a second player's handbook
0: so we don't have to share one Ooh. yeah
1: Ugh. don't put that all i ask on is me.
0: at the final episode i want shaft to be in a rocky chair writing a letter to falzer saying uh you know merry christmas <laughs> 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 this is your here's your gift this year you and, did say uh, you probably fade
1: wouldn't
0: out. write. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's what makes it so much more special. <laughs> yeah, he's come around. He's
5: completely changed his tune because of oh your... No,
0: I'm, really, I'm really, really old. Though, he's only writing to Falzrin, right? though. Only to Falzrin. Yeah. yeah, we have a special bond. I, I'm just going to assume the rest of you are dead.
1: Ghosting. <laughs> Just ghosting.
0: And and he's some kind of high powered uh, scion at oh, the yeah. uh, some uh, deep uh,
1: water Warlock scion. Academy,
0: right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, I love
5: this. It's so good. <laughs> ah, these are really good episodes, everybody. Good they job. Oh. And yeah. you know what? They sounded so fucking good too. And that's not trying to stoop my own Pat horn, but like on the back. Our, our our production quality has gotten like Leaps and strides better than that first like batch of six episodes. I'm yeah, super agree. happy yeah. with how the, how yeah. the show is sounding. Everyone sounds great. Yeah, just the the I think I've dialed finally. I've kind of really dialed in the the appropriate volume levels for all the music and stuff. Uh, yeah, I think I'm.
1: Yeah, I mean, it sounds if, really good. If people want to get friends that are familiar with D and D listening, I think that like in the forties somewhere they could still pick up and learn who we are a little bit. They might not know all the background, but they're going to still enjoy, like, like 48 through 50 was still a good dungeon crawl, like you said. Like, I think mm-hmm. it's pretty good.
0: I did like uh, when you posted the waveforms for episode 50, that I l- you were on my channel, I believe, at the time, and I looked through and there was big, long gaps, and I go, <laughs> okay, that's where I said I moved.
5: <laughs>
0: and a nice, big, long gap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but i will say the adios channel was pretty busy all the way across (laughs) yeah lots of arguing arguing between uh elena and leland
1: me saving your butt
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right we have anything else are we wrapping it up no not from
4: me
1: wrapping it up
0: okay uh that's all i got well i've been bill i'm elena oh you starting are you supposed to
1: start yeah you know what? I love how we <laughs> suck at this. It's so good. Hey, I'm Elena. I, I play This is Bill. He plays Falzarin, that that annoying uh, guy, I... Shaft, played by John. And uh
4: we love Shaft and I've been, John.
1: I've been gozer. I'm around crushing underneath a little roller.
5: That's
0: that's just okay. Leland's turned out. <laughs> right. I think I they got Leland. Oh, I guess I don't get one. Morbid. <laughs> you guys do <to> Leland. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like that. And I'm Leland. I yeah. was
4: really hopeful we were gonna nail it that
5: time.
3: <laughs> but you starting it threw everything off. Oh, Why did you do that?
5: Alright, we're not redoing this. That is it. This episode is over. And that's our show. Our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. For your own musical mm-hmm. inquiries, contact James Mercy Music at gmail.com. All other music and ambient noise is courtesy of tabletopaudio.com. The Incursible Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. Visit criticalhitdesign.com for all of your graphic design needs. You can find more info on the characters and world at incursibleparty.com. Enjoying the show? Have any questions or rules corrections? Email us. Contact at incursibleparty.com or reach out on social media. The Encourageable Party on Facebook and Instagram, at EncourageablePar on Twitter, using the hashtag AfterPartyIP for a shout-out during our behind-the-screen After Party episodes that drop every fourth release. Happy adventuring!
0: All right, ready? Three, two, right. All right. There you go. That
1: was the most synced I've ever heard it. Our Look at our spike.
0: That was two people clapping
4: at the same time. And it's just like a straight up and down.
1: We should probably try out for the Olympic team
3: synchronized podcast think... synchronizing. Yeah. That's what they call it.
5: The SBS is the category. Uh, that's going to be a, a summer games in, in 2024. Yes.
1: <laughs> I hope that we get some really cool gear out of it, you know, become Instagram famous. That's what it's about. When when is the Which next gloves? Olympics? <laughs> what gear would <what> you get? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some some team gloves.
5: Gloves without the palm, without palms, because you
1: gotta yes, you can't clap with gloves. It's like yes. the opposite
4: of the gloves that don't have fingers.
1: It's not fingerless gloves. It's finger gloves without yeah. 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 yeah <laughs> fin- fingerful.
5: Fingerful.
4: You know gloves.
1: what? They could make fingerless gloves and then use all the scraps to give us the like. Save, reduce, reuse, recycle. You know. There you mm-hmm. go. It's mm-hmm. environmentally friendly. Save the planet. A,
5: well, that's why the IOC actually finally agreed to allow SBS into the Olympics <laughs> because of the green initiative. And they're trying to really what you change their public image. What you say always
1: so believable because you throw in, like, some abbreviation, like, search engine optimization, SEO. I had to go. I had to get you off just the podcast and what they make up some random abbreviation,
3: mean. like, search <laughs> well, engine optimization. IOC.
1: You always, you know all the abbreviations, man. So, you just have to, in a straight face, be like, well, the IOC.
5: I <laughs> Absolutely.
1: If I was just uh, like, well, the BBA.
3: Uh, I'd so believe I you. Know. <laughs>